0: The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations.
1: Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for fighting Illini athletics. News Talk 1400 WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS. Now, it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Fasteners Etc. is your partner in inventory management. Call us on the PNC bank phone line, 217-356-9397 or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show with your hosts, Scott Beatty, and Tim Dittman.
0: The high post with it is Leron Black. Hands it. Lucas back over his shoulder to Finky, Left wing three. And he rattles that one in as well. He's two for two from three. And the Illini lead is seven at 11 to four. Nope.
2: Welcome back in, everybody. Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Illinois gets a convincing win over Augustana, 96-62, the Illini are 5-0 and on this young season. They'll get some turkey tomorrow, and then Friday night they get North Carolina Central before a week of the biggest opponents of the year. A road trip to Wake Forest on Tuesday night. Friday night, a road trip up for Northwestern. And then a week from Sunday, home for the first Big Ten home game of the year against Maryland. Scott Beatty and Tim Dittman here with you. Thanks for being along on this pre-thanksgiving eve and i got double songs here going on all right onto the phones three five six nine three nine seven is the pnc bank fan line and that's where we find kevin hey kevin good evening
3: hey guys great show uh tim and scott right yeah yep tim you met. I met you at the Indy 500. I sat in back of you and Michael Kaiser. You remember me?
4: I do. Good to talk to you, Kevin.
3: Yeah, you remember me pouring water on you, gracing you guys with water in 100-degree heat?
4: Ah, that felt great. Isn't that, a, isn't that a fun event?
3: That was, man. That was hot that day, and, and Michael Kaiser freaked out when I dumped cold ice water on top of it.
4: You know, it doesn't take a lot to freak him out.
3: rate anyway, uh, I've had a lot of friends over family, you know, it's Thanksgiving, so I didn't listen to the game real close, but on the talking points, you know, you're, you're talking about the rebounding stuff. I got a question and then a comment off of your answer. Can you break down how many offensive and how many defensive rebounds we got?
2: Yeah, 15 offensive rebounds, 20 defensive rebounds.
3: Okay, so... What I was thinking at where I was coming from on that is, uh, you know, when you're making three-pointers and you're making shots and you're shooting 50%, there's not a lot of rebounds there. That's true. So, you know, the fact that we didn't run away on the rebounding is not a concern to me. And, you know, we were equally, you know, performing on rebounding on both sides of the court. So I don't think it's a big deal man.
2: Yeah, I, I see your point and uh hey hey appreciate it and uh feel free to stop by and throw water on us anytime again, Kevin.
3: You guys have a happy Thanksgiving and I would like to say go a lion eye win one for
2: the lovey. One <laughs> for the lovey. That would be nice. nice.
3: The, not to get for the lovey.
2: There you go. Thanks, Kevin. Call again. Uh, I I see the point there from a numbers standpoint, but when your head coach is identifying that as a big problem, and you can just from the eye test, you could see they were kind of getting out hustled and out rebounded mm-hmm. on the boards. Mm-hmm. That's that's to me what tells you they were getting out rebounded.
4: And you know, you and I were exchanging some texts during the game, and we've talked about this on the post game show before. Illinois was up thirty, and Brad Underwood was coaching as if they were up two. <laughs> and, th- and that's just his style. And that's a good thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's a good thing. His intensity is dialed up to 10 in a good way, not a, not a, you know, PJ Fleck goofy way, but in a good way to where he can get on his guys late in ball games, even though the game is in hand, and let them know that, hey, I'm not going to tolerate anything less than a good finish in a full 40-minute game. So I think that's a pleasant, it- it's a breath of fresh air, really.
2: And worth the price of admission if you're within earshot of the bench over there. Uh, I was privy to some of the some really funny one-liners. Privy as well to some other things that aren't airworthy. But uh, it was it's entertainment in, in more ways than one if you're within earshot of Brad Underwood. 901 Texture says on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, such a huge difference in this team from last year. Underwood's an awesome coach. We're going to win a lot more games than people thought. Benny texts. I don't know how many Big Ten conference games we'll win, but I'm enjoying the way Brad Underwood is coaching up the players. Go Illini! And I think the big difference, and we've we've talked about this before on the show, is there's a sense of accountability for players. Um, some of it was very audible tonight uh, mm-hmm. from, from Brad Underwood, but the fact that this is a quote lesser opponent, and he wouldn't let up, uh, let them go off easy, and just take a thirty. Plus point night and thirty plus margin of victory, and say let's call it a night. We got to practice some of our things and get ready for the rest of the season. He didn't approach it that way. Hats off to him for that as well.
4: Yeah, and he said it pregame too in his in his news conference this week that he didn't really care if if this game against a three opponent hurt. Uh, the team's RPI or strength of schedule. He wanted to use this as a game to improve, and he did that. I mean, he threw a bunch of different combinations of lineups out there. Uh, The second team came in at the 16-minute mark, roughly, which we had seen a game before, and that was an early indication right away to me that Brad probably thought, okay, you know, pretty confident we're going to win this one. I have a chance to experiment with some lineups.
2: He had a pretty short leash for guys as well. I mean, if they made a mistake, they were gone. Oh, I heard him very clearly tell somebody if you do such and such again you're out right and he yelled it across the court
4: right which underscores you know the point that I made earlier that he's very intense all the time he's not going to you know take a few possessions off
2: and, and just let him go so yeah and he was going and getting on one guy saying so and so all he does is make excuses blah 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 and it really ripping him and then the guy comes off the court and gives him a high five <laughs> For something else that he did really well, you you, within the span of 30 to 60 seconds, you can be the worst player on the team, not worthy of a scholarship, not worthy of being in the building to Brad Underwood's hero. And you're getting a big hug. Uh, He's really easy to please and really easy to upset. apparently. But again, it comes back to the way he has gotten these guys to buy in that he uh, has earned it as a coach to get in their ear as well. More text pouring in tonight. Two one seven texture says, "Will Coach Underwood make any adjustments to the starting lineup coming up, especially to the great due to the great play tonight by Aaron Jordan?" Um, that's something I wondered, especially with Mark Allstork's, uh lesser offensive production recently, if he may not start. You really didn't have anything to lose tonight by not starting him, and you should, I think Illinois basketball tweeted out, "If it ain't broke, you know, I mean, you're Don't five fix and it. zero, sure." That being said, I think I don't know if Mark Allstorch stays as a starter without a better production in the long term. But Aaron Jordan, here's the thing about Aaron Jordan. I think he works well as a bench guy coming in and stepping up, making some key shots, being steady. I don't know if you just want to vault him up to a starting guy already. Just let him enjoy this, use what he's doing well right now and, and leave it be let him be a key guy off the bench, and, and let the other guys do the work. Also, it doesn't matter a ton in Brad Underwood's system who starts because everybody's going to get a lot of minutes. Right. At least, at least right now, Brad Underwood said at the out, outset of the season, don't look for a lot of 35-minute guys. Right. Something's not going right if somebody's you're not going to have Malcolm Hill-type minutes in his system.
4: Well, and he also talked about, too, that he he plays the best players regardless of position. So, That's another thing to consider. Aaron Jordan tonight, by the way, 4 of 4, all of those from 3 for 12 points. Uh, Compare that to Mark Allstork, who went 3 of 5 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3-point range for 8 points. Uh, He had 5 assists and 2 rebounds. Uh, I didn't think he had a terrible night. Uh, you know, I think his ceiling is a little higher, but I, I, I think he he didn't play as bad as he has lately. And bad, even by those standards, is pretty good, if you're Mark, Ars- Mark All-Star.
2: PNC Bank phone line is 356-9397. Castle Heating Cooling text line is 351-5357. That's been very active tonight. Hope everybody's enjoying Thanksgiving Eve. Well, that's sometimes a night, too, to go out and... Have some fun with friends You might be back in town or you haven't seen in a while. Hope you have a happy and safe evening as well. An 847, Texas says, I think the Illini will be really good. I think we need another year or two to compete. I still miss Bill Self, though. Go Illini, <laughs> Jeff, in Glencoe, Illinois.
4: You're not alone.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, I would I would think that you need another year or two to really compete, but I, th- there's a part of me that just goes, what are we going to see here? There are a lot of 5-0 and teams right now, and some of them are bad basketball teams. Some of them are really good basketball teams. But I'm not convinced that Illinois isn't a good basketball team, if that makes sense. It's a different feeling than an Illini team last year that started out with a run- string of wins in the early part of the season.
4: Yeah, I think you'll find out as you mentioned earlier in the next week or two what this team is is truly made of. First road game coming up and then those two Big 10 games and then they have to go to Vegas to take on uh, UNLV and then of course the Missouri game is is always one that uh, the players get up for. So uh you know pe- people have asked us for the past few post game shows now, you know, what's the ceiling for this team? And I you know I hate to keep punting on that, but I just I think it's too soon to tell. I'd like to see the team play some more competition that's up to their level, and if they can gel again in those games like they have in these games, and like we saw tonight, I think the potential is is up there. I'm not quite ready at this point to say that they are, you know, going to make the NCAA tournament. I just
2: think it's too early for that. Next week will tell us a lot, but I'd be curious to know if folks out there are seeing things. If you see anything in this team that tells you one way or the other before. We get to Wake Forest next week and Northwestern and Maryland. More texts to get to, and we'll take your phone calls as well. But time for our first check of the Body and Soul scoreboard. And look, I found our scoreboard bed after last week. Rock and roll. Body and Soul Sports is Route 45 in Curtis Road in Savoy. Tim. Big
4: Ten games tonight. Most of these are in uh, pre-conference season tournaments. Battle for Atlantis. Tennessee takes down number 18, Purdue, in overtime. 78-75. 78 to 75. The Vols outscore the Boilers 15 to 12 in the extra session. Dakota Mathias for Purdue 15 points, eight rebounds, three assists. Iowa beats UAB 95 to 85. Jordan Bohannon for the Hawkeyes goes for 30 points. Indiana beats Arkansas State in the Hoosier Tip-Off Classic 87 to 70, and Michigan gets by VCU 68 to 60 out in Maui. A couple of other notes. Fighting Illini volleyball. You heard it on our AM side. news talk. 1400. Victorious in straight sets tonight over Iowa. Senior night. Hats off to Brandy Donnelly, the lone senior, going out at home with a win. And this college football note, I don't even know if I want to bring this up, but I'm going to. This is a report from Fox Sports Radio. Brady Quinn was apparently on with them earlier today saying that uh, he is hearing that Michigan football is considering a lifetime contract for Jim Harbaugh. Now, how, that, how that would even work, I don't know, but take it what? for what it's worth. That can't end well. That can't end well. That is, we, We've talked several times on this show about Josh Whitman pushing all his chips into the table with Lovie Smith. If that were to actually happen, which, again, take it with a grain of salt— Uh, apparently Brady Quinn talked to someone close with the program. If that were to happen, that would be pushing your chips and your firstborn son and your house (laughs) and your car into the middle of the poker table and saying, let it, you know, let it go, let it ride.
2: I, I, well, Jim Harbaugh, you love him or you hate him, but. Right.
4: Now, I mean, his name has been connected to some pro jobs. I mean, his name has been floated for the Bears. And again, that's, you know, that's just all chatter hearsay at this point, but. I'm Surely Michigan is hearing that and thinking, hey, do we want to lock him up? So who knows? Lock him up. You know what I mean.
2: (laughs) Back in a moment. It's Fasteners, Etc. Postgame Show.
4: You're
1: listening to the Fasteners, Etc. Postgame Show. Join the conversation by calling us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-356. 3-5-1-5-3-5-7. 3
0: 5 one 5 is also in. Here's Jordan who's in. Launches a three from the left side. And he got it. Aaron Jordan with his second three of the game. He has six. Rebound inside. Grabbed by Demonte Williams. Keeps the possession alive. Out top, Lucas. Right wing, Jordan for three. And he got another one. Boy, is that a confident young man right now.
2: Aaron Jordan ends up nailing four three pointers tonight. Does a nice job off the bench. Illinois shoots 10 of 24, their best three point shooting of the year in these five ball games so far. And the Illini get a 96 62 win. They're 5 0. North Carolina Central coming up on Friday night before the Illini will then hit the road next week for their first uh, Power 5 matchup Big Ten ACC challenge against the Wake Forest demon deacons and not quite the uh same intensity will be when uh, the demon Deacons rolled into state farms or assembly hall then in uh november or i think it was november of 2004 Mm -hmm. when they were number one but it will actually be still a barometer for the illini to see what we have here in this first year of, of brad underwood and I, w- I was talking about this uh, on Twitter, actually, and some of you were talking back to me at Twitter. I said, you know, the, the re- there's five remaining sort of big non-conference games for the Alana Wake Forest, uh, UNLV, New Mexico State, Mizzou, and I'm going to put Grand Canyon in there because I think they're kind of a sleeper and I'm not sure what we'll see out of them because I mean, they're a program on the rise. What, what do you think the record is in those five games? Now, I know Maryland and Northwestern are in there Big Ten games, so I'm just talking about the remaining in the non-conference. Because we, we talked about this last time, or I talked about it this week with Lauren, that there's a chance, I'm saying a chance, better than minuscule, that the Illini could run the table in non-conference. I could be way off, because again, they've been better than everybody they've played. But I'm just curious what, somebody said I'll take three and two, I so. think 4 and 1 is a
4: possibility. I think 5 and 0 oh is you know, there's an outside shot. I would agree with you on that. I mean, Wake Forest is is having a rough start to the season. Uh don't know a whole lot about UNLV. Uh, uh they're playing tonight if they started 4 and 0. Oh. Right. Uh, Missouri's obviously without Porter, uh, but you know, there's a lot of hype around this team and and you know, when you get it down there in St. Louis, all bets are off. Um, and then Grand Canyon uh, again, like you said, I think they could be a, a sleeper team. I, I would expect Illinois to win that game. It's a home game. Illinois would have the home court advantage there, but I think it would be in the vein of maybe a Tennessee Martin that you know maybe a close game. So I agree with you, Scott. I you know I think anywhere in the range of three and two to to five and zero, oh, I think Gallinai fans would be happy with that. And
2: then Northwestern hasn't been as strong as they started out, having been ranked in the preseason. Right. And Maryland is probably a superior team right now. But all in all, this could be Atlanta entering the rest of Big Ten play in the new year, maybe with just one, two, or three losses. And I think that would be a pretty good way to start this whole thing out. Of course, it's all speculation. you got to go play the games, but it's fun to think it through. Yeah, three... I was ahead. just
4: going to add, Northwestern uh, started out 2-0, lost to Creighton. And then,
2: just most recently, got pounded by uh, Texas Tech, 85 to 49. Todd in Collinsville, Texas, on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. At the game tonight, good to see the three-point shooting improve. Illinois bench will be key to future success. Jordan has really turned it around. Never thought I'd, never thought I'd say that. Need to beat Wake, and that'll tell us a lot about this team. Yeah, right at our point there, Todd. I think we'll know a lot more on Tuesday night. Time for our peak at insurance beyond the expected play. And I don't know that there's one play that stands out here tonight, but I think this one kind of embodied clearly the player of the game tonight in Illinois' lopsided win over Augustana.
0: Here's Finkie on the left wing, thought about a three. Now to Frazier between the circles, back to Finkie, hands to Frazier, goes around his man, laid it up, missed it, followed by Finkie, slams it in. Finky with his first points of the second half. And
2: yeah, Let's get another one from Michael just for second fun. No
0: good by Young Blunt, 75-49 Illinois, approaching nine minutes left of the game. Here's Frazier. Alley-oop oh, here oh, to Finke, who slams it in. And Brad Underwood has his arms out like, see, told you that would work. <laughs> he
2: probably apologized to the rim on the way down.
4: <laughs> and what did Brad Underwood say two or three games ago? He said, I need Michael Finky to shoot the ball more. Tonight was a perfect opportunity for him to do that because you knew Illinois was going to win this game going away. Finkie goes 7 of 11 from the field, 3 of 6 from 3. His three-point stroke really looked good. So very good to see
2: Michael Finkie hit his stride tonight. Pecan Insurance, beyond the expected play. For beyond the expected coverage and service, contact an independent Pecan Insurance agent today. Visit pecaninsurance.com. Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show rolls on after this.
0: Out top to Vasile, entry pass inside Cameron Liss. Posting, left-handed, banked it up and oh, in. Cameron Liss. Nice, Cam not with a the lefty jump hook. Out of Glenbrook North.
2: Might not be a lot of Cameron Liss highlights the rest of the year, so I had to throw that one in there. We
4: have it in the record now. <laughs> Cameron Liss highlight. Save that
2: for his senior day. <laughs> Fasteners, etc. cetera, post-game show. Scott Beatty and Tim Dittman here with you, and you can call us on the PNC Bank fan line, 356-9397. The Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 351-5357. Tweet at us with the hashtag Align Back to the phones here. We go to – got to do this different here, and we're in a different place here. Okay, here we go. Steve's in Peoria. Hey, Steve.
5: Guys, thanks for having me on. Uh, Before I get to basketball, I just want to wish you guys and your families a very happy Thanksgiving.
2: Likewise, hope your day tomorrow is filled with family and gratitude.
5: Without a doubt, every day. Every day is that way. Thanksgiving. Okay, uh, tonight. Okay, uh, first of all, uh, just watching uh, Coach Underwood uh, on the uh, uh, network there, Big Ten to go, uh, his facial reactions and and I can imagine some of the things he's saying when he turns his back, he's looking at the team and, you know, so Coach Underwood, keep coaching hard. I love it. And uh, not only him, but, you know, I think he has an outstanding staff, you know, as far as uh, 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 coaching individual skills, looking at the players, how much they've improved, and, and as far as recruiting, uh, I think that they have a total package there, and I'm so happy with that staff. Uh, and, and Michael Finke, you um, I don't know if I've ever seen him. What he had about three or four dunks tonight.
2: Three it of seemed them. Seemed
5: like three. Okay, and he was dunking the ball easy. You know, like so. I got to give a shout out to my guy Fletch, strength and conditioning coach. It looks like the, his verticals really improved. Those guys look strong, quicker. Uh, look like they're in shape. They're out there guarding people, full court. So everybody doing a wonderful job so far. And uh, Trent Frazier, whoa, he's coming. He's on the ball, handling the ball, shoot, making passes. He's going to be, he's going to help us so much. And I like tonight, if you guys noticed in the first half, he and Tijon were playing together. And I kind of like that little combination, you know. And as far as Aaron Jordan, we've got to keep him right now where he's at. You know, we were struggling the first part of the second half, and then he hit two threes in a row. That jump-started us. He brought, the coach brought him in. He jump-started us. And we just took off from there. And I think right now he's really comfortable in that role. And everything's just so positive right now. And I'd hate to, uh, you know, mess things up right now. And, you know, All-Star, you know, he had a decent game. He had a couple shots tonight. So hopefully maybe he'll get out of that funk. And, uh, hey, we'll just go on from there, guys. Right now looks good. And the next five, I'm not going to be greedy. You know, if we can get three out of the next five, I'll be happy.
2: Oh yeah, so. I would I would definitely take those and and there's there's a couple of there after this next week that are uh probably gimmies with Austin P and all that and uh I can't remember if there's is Longwood in there. Yes, but uh but yeah, I am with you Steve. I think I think most folks would take Well, the big 5 I mentioned if you want to call them big, I would take 3 that's, and 2, but
5: That's what I'm talking about. Exactly what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah. So. They all, all I, I, yeah. Great show as always. Turkey turkey. <laughs> gobble Enjoy. gobble. All right, thanks Steve. He's from Beoria. Three five six nine three eight, nine seven.
4: You know, Steve mentioned Trent Frazier. We haven't really talked a ton about him tonight. He finished with a decent stat line, uh, ten points. He did have three turnovers, but I I can tolerate that. And you know, when you look at Trent Frazier and John Lucas, you know, they kind of vacillated this year. One of them will have a good night sometimes. The other night, both of them will be off. You know, you kind of they haven't really settled in, I don't think. But the silver lining in all of this is there's this guy named Mark Smith who can, if, if one of the other guards is struggling, can really take things over and really make things happen with his body. And so that is, I think, you know, as good of a player as Mark Smith is, that's what makes him even more valuable.
2: By the way, though, Mark Smith took a real dip. He came into the ball game shooting 100% of free throws, but tonight shot just 75%, three of four. You the know streak when, was over at twenty one.
4: When I was playing in the YMCA ball when I was a kid, my only point scored was a free throw.
2: Good for you, Timmy.
4: And now here I am talking about the games on the radio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just goes to show. I don't know what it shows. I don't want to know what it shows. 3569397 is our PNC Bank fan line. Dave is on from Lexington. Hey Dave.
6: Hi guys, how are you doing?
2: Good. Thanks for hanging on. What do you say?
6: Well, actually, I was just driving back from the game uh, this evening. I thought it was a nice win. I really liked the defensive pressure that the Illini uh, exhibited tonight, and actually the entire season. I think their uh, their front court pressure has been really good, and uh, it's good to see it's a little bit different from last year. Um, I'm just going to transition a bit because I saw something today. I was at the uh, Tournament of Champions in Washington, Illinois today, and saw some amazing prospects. Uh, one is this E.J. Liddell from uh, Belleville West, which I know the Illini are looking at him, and uh, he played dynamite today against uh, uh, probably the top uh, point guard in the country in Quentin Grimes, who uh, has committed to Kansas. He scored 20 points in the first half. I took off after the first half, but he was dynamite and uh, very physical player. Uh, you could tell he's only a junior, but he's, he's he can rebound with the best of them. He's quick, got a good first step, and he's a good shooter. So, you know, I'm hopeful that uh, maybe with uh, Mark Smith coming to Illinois, he will have some influence on, uh, on Mr. Liddell coming to Illinois.
2: You know, Lauren said during pregame, because Lauren went over there as well to watch and said one of the best forwards he's ever seen, he would be one of the best forwards, if not the best, that Illinois has ever recruited.
6: That's, yeah, that's a bold statement to make, but I would have to say uh, he looked really confident out there. He was, you know, he knows how to use his body very well for a younger player. Um, I think he'd be a great addition. I just hope I think he's kind of a sleeper to most uh, schools, but his stock continues to rise. And I hope it doesn't rise so much that some of the blue bloods come after him. But uh, Kansas was in full force today at the uh, <laughs> at the game, so uh, I know they looked at it.
2: Hey, appreciate the co- comments, Dave. Call again, would you?
6: Hey, I sure will. Great job, guys.
2: Okay. three five six nine three nine seven. Yeah, he's got offers according to 247 Sports to Paul.
4: Illinois, Illinois State, Iowa, Iowa State, Kansas State, Missouri, which some consider the the front runner at this point, and then Wisconsin uh, is is in there as well. Two four seven sports ranks him as the number three uh, prospect in Illinois in the class of twenty nineteen. So Brad Underwood from the very beginning has has not been shy about you know going after the big names and and putting out a lot of offers. Now obviously he's going to fill based on need, you know, he'll he can put out offers to 10 different forwards and then if he gets the forward he wants, obviously those other 9 are not going to be in the picture anymore.
2: And there's some guys you put offers out because if you don't, you look bad. Right. Even though that person may not fit you or you know there's no chance they're coming to you. But yeah, hopefully that's not the case with this guy if uh if everything matches up to his his billing. And a uh, caller pointed out that uh, Lauren made a bold statement, which would probably be a first. <laughs> but sounds like he's a really good player. All right, Body and Soul scoreboard, check time again. Route 45, Curtis Road in Savoy's Body and Soul Sports.
4: Top again. 25 scoreboard, a couple of matchups underway. USC leads Lehigh. How high? Lehigh. 33-22, six minutes and change left to go in the first half. And just getting underway, is the championship game of the Maui Invitational, Wichita State and Notre Dame. That ought to be a good one. Of course, Illinois will be out in Maui next year. By
2: the way, Chaminade got a win today uh, over Cal, the Kwanzolis Cal. <laughs> and uh, it's rare that actually Chaminade gets a win in their own tournament. They're right. Division Two school. Right.
4: Uh, Cayman Islands Classic, Cincinnati beats Wyoming 78-53. Miami over LaSalle 57-46 in the Adolph Rupp Classic. Kentucky beats Fort Wayne 86-67. The Battle for Atlantis, Villanova beats Western Kentucky 66-58. The upset tonight, and it's a big one in the top 25, number two, Arizona goes down to NC State. 90-84, 90-84, to 84,
2: that one also in the battle for Atlanta. Scott? Thanks much, Tim, and we'll get another check of the scoreboard before things are all said and done. Our keys to the game coming up, more of your calls and texts as well, fasters, etc., post-game show.
0: Out top, Finky for three! Got it! Big fella's filling it. Good. That is his third three of the game.
6: Oh uh, Yeah, for me personally, I worked really hard this offseason. Uh, trying to be as really consistent as I can uh, from beyond the arc. Obviously, first two games wasn't going too well, but stuck with it. Just kept shooting. That's what we got to do. Shooters keep shooting. But other than that, I was working on a lot of stuff, uh, moving without the ball, posting up down low, just trying to get better uh, better myself. And as a team, we work hard. We pride ourselves on calling each other everyday guys, trying to be the best players we can and work as hard as we can every day. I know. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I think we've been doing that, and it's, just, it's continuing to translate.
2: More from Michael Finky here tonight as the Illini beat Augustana, 96-62. to 62. Scott and Tim here with you on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game show. 356-9397 is the PNC Bank phone number. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is 351-5357. Our keys to the game are brought to you by the Pella Window Store for all your window and door needs. Visit the Pella Window Store on Country Fair Drive or go to PellaOfChampagne.com. Also brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Tim...
4: Well, obviously the two big things that we hit right off the top. Uh, number one, the rebounding. Illinois trailed 19 to 12 at the half, ended up winning the ball game in the rebounding category, 35 to 32, and then defensively forcing 29 turnovers and getting 36 points off those. I thought those were two key stats. One interesting thing of note, uh, the Wofford for Augustana, the guy who they got about four guys who averaged in double figures, but Wofford was the guy who averaged the double double. He only played 12 minutes, he he left the game. It actually snuck by me until someone told me later he actually was taken back to the locker room. Now, you know, was that going to make a huge difference in the game? No, Illinois was still going to win. But just, you know, pointing out that Augie was without their best player for most of the ball game. And um, one other thing that I took a note on was my good buddy Greg E. I'm going to continue to call him Greg E. Seven minutes tonight, uh, he had a couple of points and three rebounds. And, you know, I was talking with, you know, Michael Kaiser. We were sitting on press row during the game and talked about, you know, I, I think he's progressing, but I I don't think he's quite there yet to where if you put him up against like a Haas from Purdue, I mean, we all know who's going to win that battle. I you know, I think maybe, maybe he needs bulk up a little more, get his confidence up, get his uh, aggressiveness up a little more. I think he has the
2: potential to be a good
4: rebounder, but uh, just not quite there yet.
2: I see a few things, too, where – uh, you'd like the basketball IQ to go up a few more points too as well. And I, no reason to say it won't. It's sure. Just he's, he's raw right now. He's, he's young and has a lot to learn. Uh, Mikey's the game. Good shooting tonight was looking for better three point shooting. Obviously that came 10 of 24 for the Alana and it's not looking past an Augustana team. I, I think that, Maybe happened a little bit in the first half, particularly on the boards, as we talked about in the early part part of this, but the Illini started to put together and got their work done. And this and Friday night in a a little bit serving as a tune-up and final preparation for facing Power 5 and Big Ten opponents coming next week.
4: And, you know, we've talked about it many times, you know, first true road game coming up, first road game of any kind for the year coming up. Well, I mean, I guess if you count the exhibitions, but you know what I mean you know, Brad Underwood said before the EIU game that he scripted things out to a T. You know, this that was their first time really under the, you know, the bright lights and all the pageantry in the in the hullabaloo. You know, he talked about, okay, what do we do for the national anthem? What do we do for lineups? What do we do for this? So all that to say is you know, you would think he would have his guys prepared to go on the road. Hey, this is what you can expect. You know, your your routine's going to be a little different, but we're we're going to get you acclimated to that. So, if that's any indication, uh, you would expect maybe not to see some first road game jitters that other teams might have.
2: Keys of the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank, invested.
6: What we knew they would do, and that was fight and compete and 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 play hard. And uh, uh, you know, their big kid threw us around a couple times inside, and 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 we didn't respond very well to that. So. Uh, we better because on Friday night there's a really good big kid coming in from, from North Carolina Central. So, uh, But uh, uh, much better second half uh, in terms of competing on the glass.
2: Some of Brad Underwood's thoughts after this victory for Illinois, 96-62. to Obviously, they roll to the win, but Brad Underwood wanted to see some better rebounding and got some of that in the second half. Better shooting tonight. And the Illini will take a 5-0 record to the State Farm Center post-Turkey. And welcome in North Carolina Central.
4: I'm thankful for Illini basketball. How about
2: that? I'm thankful for you, Tim.
4: Thanks. I'm thankful for you, too.
2: We'll look one more time here at our Body and Soul scoreboard, Route 45 and Curtis Road in Savoy. You can get all your running gear, sports, fitness gear as well down there. Say hello to Mike Lindemann. When you stop by, Tim.
4: All right, we approach the final busy weekend of November with the overlap between fall and winter sports. Of course, everyone on the sports scene, that is, gets uh, a day off tomorrow for the holiday, and then we're back at it on Friday. Fighting Illini basketball taking on NC Central. 5 p.m. pregame, 6.30 tip. Fighting Illini women's basketball taking on UC Irvine. Also that evening, you can hear that game on fightingillini.com. On Saturday, it's the season finale for Illini football, taking on Northwestern 1.30 pregame, 3 p.m. first kick with Brian and Martin. And I'll be back for the postgame show afterwards with Michael Kaiser. Fighting Illini women's basketball taking on Wichita State at 1 p.m. Again, you can hear that one on fightingillini.com. Fighting Illini Volleyball in the regular season finale at Ohio State on Saturday night. That is a 6 p.m. first serve. serve. You can hear that one on the AM side, News Talk 1400. Football will continue uninterrupted on the FM side, LightRike 97.5. So basically to keep that straight, if you want to hear football, tune in to 97.5. If you want to hear volleyball, tune in to 1400 a.m. On Sunday, the women are in action again at New Mexico. That's a 3.30 tip with Mike Kuhn on the call. And then Monday, it's the first Brad Underwood show of the year, 7 p.m., Buffalo Wild Wings in Savoy. Looking forward to that.
2: And back to volleyball for a moment. Sunday night is the selection show as well, and they're feeling fairly confident Mm -hmm. that they will be in the postseason. They felt like that got sealed with the win over Minnesota. I just need to take care of business with Iowa, as they did tonight with a 3-0 victory and an Ohio State on Saturday. Good luck to the fighting Illini volleyball team. We close this out after this. All right, that'll do it here for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show and this evening of Illini game day coverage. Thanks so much to everybody who texted and phoned in tonight. Illinois beats Augustana 96-62. to 62. Tim Dittman, any final thoughts?
4: Illinois basketball is 5-0 heading into Thanksgiving. What more can you ask for?
2: You have something to be thankful tomorrow at the dinner table. There you go. Hope everybody has a great holiday. We're back 5 o'clock Friday night from the State Farm Center as Illinois will welcome in nc central it'll be a 6 30 p.m tip behind the scenes tonight blake landa and evan khan our chief engineer is ed bond operations manager jim lewis general manager is mike hale i'm scott Beatty. thanks so much for tuning in have a great thanksgiving we'll talk to you again friday good night everybody